0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Greater Gains Podcast where we make confusing things simple. Today we're going to be talking about IRAs and 401ks and what you can do to maximize your future. The days of your grandfather's pension plan are dead. The only way to get a pension that you can actually depend on is to join the military or or some sort of civil service such as joining the police department or in some states becoming a teacher. Even then, you will need to pay into it in order to receive the actual pension. This is a fact that many people overlook. However, on that note, not all hope is lost. So, what is a retirement account? It's a very simple answer. A retirement account is one that the government, in my case the United States government, allows tax breaks on. That being said, you are limited to the amount of funds you can put into these accounts annually. In a way, this is a way to help make up for a pension that your employer used to give you in the past, but no longer does. Uh, But we'll talk about that in a little bit. So you ask, how many of these accounts can I have? Well, you can have as many as you want, but this will not change how much money you can put into it annually. Currently, as of 2021 in the United States, if you have a 401k, or the nonprofit equivalent of a 400, th- which is a 403b, or a thrift savings plan, you can max out your account in that one account with nineteen thousand five hundred dollars. For your IRAs, your limit is six thousand five hundred. This means that if you have both a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA, you are still maxed out at just six thousand five hundred. That is twenty six thousand dollars overall together. If you were able to max out this For 40 years with an annual rate of return of 6-8%, which is not too difficult to obtain, you would be living an extremely comfortable lifestyle, and money would probably not be an issue for you in the future. This is obviously the goal for all of us, but let's break it down to a more realistic goal for us now. Let's say the best you can do is $600 each month. That is an annual total of $7,200 a year. This is a number that most people will be able to reach, even those right out of college should be able to reach this amount. Um, While this might require uh, maintaining and holding yourself accountable to a budget, in the long term it will be very much worth your benefit to do so. So, your $7,200 a year, if you held on to it for 40 years and made an annual rate of return of 8% each year, you would have a little over $2 million when you come to retire. That is astronomical and the power of compounding interest is so great and warren buffett calls the, the seventh wonder of the world or the eighth wonder of the world um but it is so powerful and it will make such an impact in your life that if you do not take that into account and you don't utilize it you're leaving so much on the table it's not even funny on top of all of this if you were to follow that 3% rule that we will talk about and we have talked about before in future podcasts, uh, but basically it's never exceeding 3% of your annual gain, you would never run out of funds. You would only grow your actual capital and your net amount and your nest egg would continually grow each year. Now, would it grow astronomically each year? Most likely not, but it'd still grow. And you leave behind a very, very nice nest egg and base and inheritance for your family, which is what everyone's goal is to help out their family as much as possible. So now you're thinking to yourself, great, finally the government is trying to actually help me out. Instead of taking my hard earned money, they're actually giving me an opportunity to grow my money. Well, not exactly. With these types of accounts, you can't take out these funds until the age of retirement. Currently, the IRS says that is 59 and a half. If you do take out the funds earlier than that, however, you get hit with a 10% early withdrawal tax. In reality, this should be called a 10% fee because that's really what it is. And having a 10% fee on anything is nothing good to have, let alone your actual retirement. So it'd be best just to have that's on standby until you reach that age. Uh, When you reach that age, take out to your heart's extent. Especially if you have a Roth IRA, it's beautiful. So what is the difference between a Roth and a traditional? A Roth is when you're taxed up front. Basically, if you think you'll be making more money later on in your life, for most people this is the case, then a Roth works well for you. Additionally, when it comes time for required minimum distributions, or what people just short it as, is called RMDs, which is when the government makes you take out money of your retirement accounts, you're already fine. Uh, traditional IRA is when you are taxed later on when you actually take it out. So if you think you'll be making less money in the future, this is your way to go. But for most young people in average careers, the Roth has more advantages, and that's what I personally use. So now you're asking, I want money now, and I also want to invest at the same time. Well, as of right now in 2021, you're going to have to open up a regular non-qualified account. You will pay your capital gains tax, and hopefully this is not the case, but if you lose money, you get a bit of a tax write-off. In my opinion, the ideal way to optimize your investment accounts is to create a spreadsheet that portrays compounding interest in your retirement accounts. Set your goal number for for your retirement, then make the necessary contributions to those retirement accounts each year um, this set number for retirement will be hard to determine, but just assume as a base, I can't stress enough, as just a base, you will need at least $1.5 million. The odds are that if you plan on living an upper-middle-class lifestyle in retirement, you will need more than that. So again, this is just a base to go off of. Then, in your budget we talked about earlier, make a section for your non-qualified accounts too. Personally, I use this money to grow my assets for purchases I do not foresee making in the next 18 months. Um, little fun fact, most recessions are on the road to recovery within that 18-month time frame. Anything else needs to be put into a savings account. And if you can find a good one, a high-yield savings account. They're very hard and very rare to find. While inflation will not kill you in these 18 months, it doesn't hurt to minimize its effects, even if the effects is only a few cents. On top of these accounts, ideally you want a few other streams of income. These streams can be rental income from investment properties, royalties you may have, or even a business you started and own. If you were to do all of these things, you'll most certainly have a very comfortable retirement and leave behind your own little empire. Um, on that note, we will talk in greater detail and greater length about different streams of income in different podcasts, but for now let's just leave it at that. So let's end on this note. Rome was not built in a day, a month, a year, or even a decade. However, it was still built. So long as you set a target ahead of you, and you constantly make small steps towards your empire goal, uh, your empire will become an overnight success 40 years in the making. Thank you all for so much for listening. If you don't mind hitting that download button and subscribe button, and if you don't mind leaving a review, it helps me out a ton. Thank you all, and have a great day.